You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. You've many times heard that people say that your attitude will determine your altitude. Faith has an attitude. Doubt has an attitude. And even if you're a man and woman of faith, everybody battles with negative thoughts. The battle is in your mind. Amen? Where do you fight most of the battles? Not with people, in your mind. Am I good enough? Am I going to get the promotion? Will I ever find the right person? Will I be able to finish my studies? Will I be able to pay all my bills? It doesn't matter in what situation you find yourself. You should be able to say, it is well with my soul. Amen? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2. Family, we live in a negative world. People are negative. In the newspapers, it's negative news. They tell you about all the bad things and not the good things. And if you focus upon those things the whole time, it will start to affect your life. 3 John 1, I'm reading from verse 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Means that the way that you think, if you think right, you'll behave right. There's pressure on everybody today. We live in a negative world. There are facts coming against you. Real challenges. We have to embrace the truth and not the facts. The truth is that Jesus Christ has made a way. When Joseph was in the pit, he made a decision to believe the truth. This is not where I belong. I belong in the palace. But if he had a mindset that this is where I belong, he would not have continued to do things in excellence. Turn to the person next to you and say, negative thoughts comes to everybody. Somehow, it's easier to be negative, to see everything wrong, than to be positive. See everything wrong. Come to church, they say, loving God, loving people, but nobody's even hugged me or greeted me or said, I love you. To have a negative thought is not a sin. Because that's how the devil attacks, with negative thoughts. Don't believe the negative thoughts. God is in control of your life. What you have to do is replace that negative thought with the truth. So every time there's a negative thought that comes your way, you fall into self-pity. Have you ever had a pity party? Don't look at the facts. Don't meditate upon the facts. Meditate upon the truth. Look here, if you read further on, 3 John. For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you. Not the facts, not the difficulties that you are going through, not what people are saying about you. That you testified of the truth that is in you just as you walk in the truth. 
I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Family, everybody has negative thoughts that comes against them. People saying things about them. People are going to say things about us. But we have to continue to walk in the truth. God has said, loving God, loving people. Hold on to that truth. Isaiah 53, the prophet says, Whose report will you believe? You know what that means? The devil has got a report for your life. A report of killing, stealing, and destroying. Telling you that you're not going to make it. That you're going to go under. That you're the tail, you're not the head. But God has a report that you're the head, you're not the tail. You're going over, you're not going under. What are you going to do with those negative thoughts? Whose report will you believe? The negative report that the devil's got? Or God's positive report that he's got for you? Turn with me to Matthew chapter 9. When negative thoughts come your way, what do you do with them? That's the most important thing. To have a negative thought is not a sin. But what you do with those negative thoughts is the most important thing. Matthew 9 verse 1. So he got in a boat, crossed over and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith... He said to the paralytic, son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your heart? For which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say arise and walk. But that you may know that the son of man has power on the earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. And when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God who had given such power to men. Jesus was not upset about the negative thoughts. He was upset because they entertained negative thoughts in their heart. We're saying to them, why do you have that in your heart? Today, Jesus is saying that to all of us. All of you, if I say, has God given you a promise? Has God given you a word? Has God given you a prophetic picture of your future? You'll raise your hand and say, yes, I've got a promise I'm holding on to. But if you have to be honest, you're saying in your heart, I wonder if God is really going to do it. And Jesus is saying, why are you entertaining that negative thought in your heart? This is how people backslide. This is how people fall into sin. They accommodate a negative thought. That's how the devil will attack. You're married, now he plants a seed in your heart. I wonder if you married the right person. Let's just be honest quickly here. You that are married, who of you have never had a fight with your spouse? We've all had disagreements. 
A negative thought. Why is this woman thinking like this? And I'm sure wives have said, why? What's wrong with this man? When that negative thought comes, that's the enemy attacking. But you have the promise, the truth that God has said that this is your wife. The danger is when you start pondering upon that negative thought. Is she now really the right one? Did I not make a mistake? Can a woman of God do this and say this and be like this? And you allow that negative seed in your heart. That's why the Bible says, don't say I was tempted. Because God cannot tempt anybody. You allow that negative seed in your heart. You ponder upon it. Then it starts to grow. What you water will grow. So if there's negative seeds in your heart, it will produce a negative harvest. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, what have you been pondering upon? Can I tell you something? You can stand here in church and shout hallelujah, but God knows what you are pondering upon in your heart. You can come here and say, I'm a man of faith, I'm a woman of faith. God knows what you are pondering upon in your heart. I like what the prophet said. He says, many people are men of prayer. And they pray a lot and have many words. But they're not men of faith. Because they're praying after their fears and their concerns. Instead of believing what the word of God says about them and declaring that. Remember Daniel when the decree was made that he was going to be fed to the lions, went on his knee and gave thanks to God as was his custom. They don't call Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and say, you don't believe what the king did. He wants to feed me to the lions. Can we have a rebuking spiritual warfare meeting and just rebuke them? No, he didn't allow his situation and circumstances to dictate his praise. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, deal with your negative thoughts. So negative thoughts will come, but do you entertain those thoughts? That's the real question. Verse 4, but Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? Why do you entertain these things? Satan has no access to your life, but only through the doors that you open. His devices is to plant a seed in your heart. Make a decision to believe the truth and not what you are facing right now. Amen? Isaiah 53, whose report will you believe? He was chastised, smitten, stricken, bruised. By his stripes you are healed. That's the truth. When the enemy throws situations and circumstances at you, make a decision to believe the truth. Negative thoughts are very dangerous. Amen? Once that venom is on the inside to get it out is very difficult. Bring that snake here. This is negative thoughts. When negative thoughts come to you and you hold them close to you, Maybe immediately they won't affect you. 
But as soon as you start pondering upon them and you keep them here, it's going to bite you. And once this venom is on the inside, it affects every part of your whole being. This is negative thoughts. Can you see a snake has got two tongues? The Bible says, by means of a whisperer, the best of friends have been separated. What does that mean? It means God has predestined a key destiny relationship for your life. The enemy would want you to be separated. The devil will come and say, Pastor Labona doesn't really like you. Doesn't even pray for you. Doesn't care about you. Don't be friends with him. That negative thought, if you keep it here in your heart, it will start to affect your behavior. Everything because of that negative thought. Ecclesiastes 7 says, Don't take everything to heart what you hear people say about you. Why has Pastor Labona now got tan shoes on when he knows it must be black shoes with a navy suit? No, you're looking very good. I'm just using it as an example. Amen. He's always a smart dresser. <laughs> but something, something like that can go in his heart and affect his self-image that he thinks, I cannot dress. Or he can think, this pastor is an idiot. He cannot dress. And you start thinking and meditating upon these negative thoughts. And it can affect your relationship. It says, don't take everything to heart. What you hear people say about you. Because you know you yourself have also said things about people. Why does he say that? Because you think you're the only one that gets hurt through words. Do you? know what they've said about me how i've been hurt scarred for life damaged ruined don't think i can ever recover from that they always push me to the back of the queue nothing ever works out and you start confessing these negative thoughts in my family nobody loves me i'm the least they all hate me Nobody ever wants to help me. Ever, ever, never. Not even sure if Jesus wants to help me. Those are all negative thoughts. And you've been pondering upon them too long. You have to change your confession. When a negative thought comes, you replace it with the Word of God. The Word of God is the antidote. We cannot do anything against the truth, but for the truth. Make a decision to start to walk in the truth. The devil would want you to think that you're the only one hurting. The one that's gone through this bad thing. Have you heard what they said about me? Can you imagine? But remember, you yourself have said things about people. Forgive as Christ has forgiven you. And let go of this. Some of you have been walking around with your negative thoughts like this. You come here in the church and we know, oh, yes, let's just stay away from him. Is he going to be friendly today? Is he going to be spitting venom or what? And you wonder why people don't want to be around you. They're scared of snakes. 
They don't want this venom in their system. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, deal with your negative thoughts. Proverbs 4, Passion Translation. If you are negative, it's because you are pondering upon negative things the whole time. Some of you open the newspaper in the morning before you open your Bible. Listen carefully, my dear children, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep in your spirit. Until they penetrate your heart. And they start to dominate your heart. As you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into your very core of your being. 3 John. Be in good health and prosper even as your soul prospers. So when you allow that word of God to dominate your heart, it will change every part of your being. Then when those that are negative around you, you'll find yourself being positive. You'll see God in every situation. It was Joseph who said to his brothers, don't you say you did this. The Lord was in control of my life. When you're a child of God, that which the enemy intended to be negative, God will turn it around for something to be positive. Amen? So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Family, protect your heart. Check your heart. Your heart will always reveal the true you. What's in your heart, you'll start to talk about, and those words later on become actions. There's a lot of things against us. You could look at the dollar and think, oh, what's happening with the rand and the dollar? Or you can say, God, show me what you are busy doing. Show me what to do that I can go from glory to glory and from strength to strength. Get God's opinion about your life. Amen? God says that you are clothed with glory. Abraham said, Lord, you are my shield. You are my protection. You are my exceedingly great reward. Jesus said, the glory, Father, that you have given me, I have given them so that the world will believe. Jesus, when he looks at you, you are clothed with glory, with his favor. Is the negativity so heavy that you think I'm not, I'm in my glory, pastor. I'm in my glory. I don't have glory. I'm in my glory. No, change your confession. Say, I'm clothed with God's glory. God said to Joshua, everywhere you go, where you place your feet, I've given that to you. When we go there, that's what God has given us. To possess that community, that area. You have to believe it. That's what he says. Don't look at the situation and just start walking in truth. Start walking in the truth, what God has said about you. I know the thoughts I have towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. God has clothed us with his glory. The promise that was made to Abraham is that of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to help you. But the Holy Spirit responds to God's word. Holy men, when they were moved by the Holy Spirit, prophesied, declared, wrote down the word of God. Amen? You cannot be negative and speak negative things and expect the word of God to work. Amen? doesn't matter what people have said about you. If God does not approve it, it cannot happen. Go to Lamentations 3. You need to underline this in your Bible. Lamentations 3 verse 37. Family, if you want to deal with negative thoughts, you have to allow the word of God to be sovereign in your life. 
So when a negative thought comes, replace it with the word of God immediately. Amen? Lamentations 3 verse 37, New King James. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? It doesn't matter what people have declared over you. If God says no, it's no. The problem is you come in agreement with that word and you believe it and you start declaring it and now you start behaving like that. But God said, I haven't approved that. You start behaving like a failure. Say nothing works out. I don't get anything right. But that's not what God has declared over you. And even if people say that about you, if God has not approved it, it's not going to happen. If God has not approved it, it's not going to happen. So it's time for you to start to believe that God, when he says, I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, that you say, I believe that. That when you find yourself in a prison, you say, I don't belong here. I know where I belong. I belong in the palace. So even if I'm here in the prison, head of the guards, just look at this. I'm in prison, but everything I do, I do with excellence. I clean this prison with excellence. And what I have to do, my assignment, I do it with excellence. Because I have that excellent spirit on the inside. I have this revelation that God says where I'm going, who I am. And I don't accommodate the negative thoughts. When they come, I replace it with the word of God. Amen? Family, Romans 8, 28 says, All things work together for the good. So it doesn't matter what negativity comes towards you. If negativity comes, you say, you know what? This negativity is for the glory of God. It's going to work out. God's going to turn this negativity into something positive. Light expels darkness. The blessing is greater than the curse. But don't start behaving like you are cursed. Behave like you are blessed. Amen? I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible says. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. You know what that means? It means you're linked up with God. When you're linked up with God, every good thing that comes from heaven flows into your life. Things are about to change. God says the work of your hands are blessed. When you greet somebody, you are blessing them. But you think, I wonder now, is he going to be blessed? Is he going to curse me? I'm blessing him. Let me not greet him. Let me just go. And you start walking in doubt. Amen? But when you have the light on the inside, you know that light expels darkness. The blessing is greater than the curse. Even when something negative comes against you, you replace it with the positive. Amen? Philippians 4, verse 8. I want you to underline this. Many of you say, I'm cursed. I've got the spirit of limitation. I've got this, I've got that. You are the one that's been locking yourself with the chains because you are harboring negative thoughts in your hearts the whole time. Nothing is going to work out. Nobody loves me. Change that. Jesus loves you. The creator of the universe, the one that formed you, he loves you. Send Jesus to make a way for you so that things can work out in your life. Made a way that the Holy Spirit can be in your life to lead and guide you and show you what to do. Embrace that and hold on to that. In Philippians 4 verse 8. Finally, brethren. It says lastly. Finally, brethren. Whatever things are true. Turn to the person next to you and say, believe the truth. Not your situation. Not your circumstances, but the truth. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, 
And if there's anything praiseworthy or anything positive, anything that will build up, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Make a decision from today to meditate upon positive things. Make a decision when they're at work and they want to start to gossip and speak about negative things. Keep that venomous snake away from you. Don't give a silent consent. Remember, Barabbas was placed next to Jesus and Barabbas is killing, stealing, and destroying. Jesus is life and life in abundance. When the people said, who should we release into your midst? The people shouted, Barabbas. Many were standing there not saying a word. That's you and me that didn't release Jesus into our lives. But we released that which was negative. Killing, stealing, and destroying. Make a decision to choose Jesus. And say, let Jesus be released in my life. When a negative thought comes, and they are there, the Barabbas is there that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's going to say ugly things. Make a decision to let Jesus come in. Start thinking about those things that are praiseworthy. Those things that are the truth. Those things that build up. Those things that educate. Amen? So that you can have a positive attitude. Then when people around you are negative, you'll have a positive attitude. The Israelites looked at the giant and they say, look how big this giant is. He's going to kill all of us. And David came and he said, look how big this guy is. I cannot miss him. Give me some stones. Let's go kill him. Amen. Turn to the person and say, have a positive attitude. Let me hear you pray. Say, precious Father, fill me with your faith. Grant unto me the kind of faith you need for me to deal with all negative thoughts. Make me more positive. Make my thoughts, my words, and my deeds as positive as yours. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.